remember how we started. <laughs> Hi, this is Kathy, and this is Charity, and you're listening to Macchiato Moms at Midnight. I always feel like there needs to be music right here. <laughs> no. Like, do, do, do. Yeah. There, Just start putting it on our phones. Maybe. I don't know why we need it to be hillbilly music, but yeah. well, it works. Because you're from 10 Mile and I'm from Rock Creek. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That would probably be it. <laughs> um, okay, so thanks for joining us today. Mm-hmm. Um, today we are going to start off a series of, um, I don't know, discussions is what we call it. Yes. Discussions on a certain topic. We want to start doing certain topics each month. And um, this month we're going to do one called Time to Grow. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially it's... It's time to grow. It's yeah. time for people to start growing in the Lord and not staying in their baby Christian stages. Yeah. Um, there's a scripture in the in the Bible that talks about always wanting baby food. We want the basics of the gospel and not the conviction. Um, yeah, not the conviction. And we just continually get fed the baby food, the basics, instead of maturing mm-hmm. to solid food. And um, maturing in our knowledge of God and who he is and all that encompasses. Isn't that, that's such a good picture to think <sighs> yeah. about it. Because when you think about baby food, it's like mushy peas and yeah. carrots. And yeah. then like you're comparing that. Yeah. You want that because you don't know that you have a steak yeah. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for you. Yeah, this big juicy gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like, I think of it because, you know, now when babies start to eat baby food... It's not for nutrition. It's for, for practice. practice. Mm-hmm. It's for learning how to digest mm-hmm. and how to eat. Like they're literally learning how to eat. So they we need to move chew. on from learning how to eat to and start to eat. chew <laughs> and eat for nutrition. Yeah. Um, feed ourselves God's word to for grow. our maturity in Christ. So for the first discussion under that topic, we're going to be talking about complacency and apathy so complacency is don't know don't care and apathy is all right no complacency is i'm good where i'm at at, yeah (laughs) and apathy is don't know Mm -hmm. don't care um so with that have you ever started a diet and exercise regimen and only to quit after like three days of doing it, you know, you give up. You're like, eh. Or a couple hours. <laughs> In my case, when I get the craving for chocolate yeah. or something. Um, or you ended a relationship due to no longer feeling connected to that person. Or you struggle up getting early, struggle with getting up early in the morning to spend time in God's word and in prayer. Um, Or maybe you have always wanted to serve in your church in some way, but you just have never taken the time to register. You know, Mm -hmm. you got to register or you got to contact someone to get set up to do that. Um, Yeah, it's one of those things when somebody, like, you ask about it and they're like, oh, I'll write down the email. You just email this and then you're like, oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, you put it in your (laughs) Your purse and you forget forget about it, you know, later that afternoon. Yeah. Um, There's a reason for that. And that's complacency and apathy. Uh, so this this thing this was pretty convicting of me mm-hmm. going through this topic. Um, like everything you just said, and that is something I've done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I came up with them. <laughs> um, 
being complacent with where we are, feeling comfortable with where we are, not feeling like we need to grow or not seeing a need to grow and just kind of not caring enough Mm. to do it. That's why. I mean, honestly, a diet, it's, I, I've always been like, okay, it can't be a diet. It has to be a lifestyle change, Mm. but you try to start this lifestyle change and you just give up because you're like, "Eh, pizza. I really don't care that much. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Or temptation comes your way and you're like, yep, I'm going to go with it. Yeah. (laughs) And how, yeah. How easily it is to be swayed by ice cream or a bacon cheeseburger. Yes. Or coffee. Coffee. (laughs) We're drinking coffee coffee as we say that. So. Just so you guys know, none of this is coming from a place of judgment, judgment yeah. or like it's coming condemning. from a place of conviction. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming from a place of like we see it in our own life mm-hmm. and we see a need for that to change because we love God more than life itself. So we want to change for Him and we want to like encourage others to do that also. Yeah, completely not judgmental at all. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, in today's culture, it's all about loving yourself the way you are. Mm. Not caring what others think, doing what makes you happy, only doing what makes you comfortable, those sorts of things, you know? Like, oh, as long as you're happy, it's okay, which I can't stand that. Yeah. Like, I have so many people in my life that are like, I just want, I just want them to be happy. Well, and that's a big thing right now, isn't it? I think you sent it to me, the, like, they're like making it a new religion, like Mm -hmm. happiness. Mm-hmm. Happiness is a religion. Happiness and like comfort, but they mm-hmm. mis- but they say that's like love oh, and that's acceptance. What it is, love. Yeah, yeah. The religion of love. I think yeah. that's what that guy said. Yeah, good. yep. And so, um, those things can be good, you know, when combined with the truth of God. Like God wants us to be happy. Mm-hmm. God wants us to not really care what others think, in pertaining to how we live our life for Him, mm-hmm. not in pertaining to like screw everybody. I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah. But um, as long as it's guided by the Holy Spirit and we live our lives that way and not allow to have the world and Satan tell us what's going to make us happy mm. and tell us, you know, screw people around us. Um, that's weird. <laughs> by the way, we're sitting, we're sitting in a Walmart <laughs> parking lot right now recording. Yeah. The light just went out all of a sudden. But, um, so... Well, it's just, I, I actually had a post today that kind of plays into that on our social media account. Just how there are these lines that are being blurred. And I didn't even realize, like, the areas that they're reaching. Mm-hmm. I posted on there a picture of board games that are in the same area as children's toys. And, I mean, they have, it said, like, would you rather nasty edition. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, um... What was the other one? There was just like it, one like, that actually had the F word yeah, not just on there, but out. like bleeped out, you know, with the symbols. And yeah. Whatnot. Well, and I was thinking it when I, I took the picture and then I put other board games in front of those ones because it bothered me so much that I was on that aisle with my children. And mm-hmm. one of them is like a really proficient reader. Mm-hmm. And I just was waiting for her to be like, what's what F that? What does that mean? Yeah. What is F that? Yeah. And with, with our oldest daughter, Luca... If I say it's not something that we say, that's, like, a trigger for her to be, like, I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I, <laughs> it's not something you say, yeah. but I'm going to test yeah, it out. Yeah, I have to figure, like, I she has take it to for figure a out <laughs> where it's used. Or she'll just keep, like, saying it, yeah. hoping somebody tells her what it means. Just hoping that she finds the right context, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and so I was really, really frustrated that, like, we're kind of being pushed 
to be comfortable. And it's, I mean, it's coming in things like board games where we're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing it with our family and with our friends. Mm-hmm. And they're telling us it's okay to have, like, this filthy edition where, and I mean, we've played one of those games. We yeah. played, um, it wasn't Rotten Apples, but it was Cards Against Humanity, which I'm sure is a lot like Rotten Apples. Oh. Um, not a proud thing to admit, but yeah. Uh, yeah. it was embarrassing playing mm-hmm. that game. And I just kept thinking, like, if, if our kids saw us playing that, or hurt us. Or yeah. hurt us. The things that we were reading on those cards. They were filthy. They were filthy. so bad. And yeah. you're doing uh-huh. it among friends and family. So that's kind of making it feel like it's okay. Because you're with people that you well, trust and you love. it's definitely making it feel like it's okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. But, and then that's why I posted that verse that mm-hmm. came to me. The Philippians. Because it truly says like what you take in is what will come out. Right. And those things that we're taking in and we're reading off these cards and we're laughing about mm-hmm. are going to be the things that just become the normal joke for us. Yep. Well, and getting comfortable, like you said, with something like that and making it like not something that makes you feel, feel cringy inside. Yeah. Like not like something that doesn't make you, if you do it so much that you're not feeling uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but yet you're supposed to have the Holy Spirit. That means there's a separation between mm-hmm. you and God because it should make you feel uncomfortable, uncomfortable because yeah. the Holy Spirit can't be around that. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like anytime I watch something or I listen to something that is not of God, like I know that this is wrong, mm-hmm. I just get this feeling of just like almost my insides like tearing. Tension, yeah. Like this just, and it's almost like I picture the Holy Spirit like pulling away mm. and it's like an absence, you know? And then, yeah, go and try and pray after that. Yeah. You won't feel nothing. Uh, well, yeah, and you and I were just talking. We just had the conversation about just, like, the power of words and how mm-hmm. even that is something, like, how you become comfortable. We were talking about it in the context of speaking to our husbands a certain way. Mm-hmm. But if it becomes comfortable, it makes it easier to talk to other people that way. Right. And, like, that becomes, that can become extremely inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Well, especially if you call yourself a Christian and then you talk to somebody yeah. in such a disrespectful or demeaning way and it's like that's not pointing yeah. people to christ at yeah. all so let's talk a little bit more bit more about what apathy and complacency are when it comes to like god because we kind of gave you the little little bit of like what it means in general mm-hmm. but when it comes to god um like apathy would be you're feeling sort of indifferent and having a lack of desire with god a lack of passion in your devotion to god well didn't it our pastor had touched about or talked spoken about that a while back and he said that's like the most dangerous spot to be in Mm -hmm. because you know the implication of it but you don't care yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and i i want to say that you may not blatantly be thinking in your head i don't care about Mm. that but like let's say for me when i know that i am sinning but yet I justify it in some way like because it makes me feel good or it makes me happy or if Mm -hmm. I just don't even think about it like I put it out of my head Mm -hmm. like uh when it comes to eating for me like if I am eating more of the bad things that I know I shouldn't be and I'm not saying that God doesn't want us to have fun like eat good food he doesn't want us to be like eating salad and be miserable in our diet but yeah. he wants us to be healthy yeah he wants us to treat our bodies right and be well and eat the food that he provides for us that is good for you but 
if I start to just, I'll start to get into a spot where I'm just like not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, I'm going to go on autopilot because I don't want to feel convicted. Yeah. Um, and so I guess that could be considered complacency somewhat, but that means being happy with where you are and not needing, not seeing a need to change, but it, um, can also be laziness. Mm -hmm. Like maybe you're not happy with your, where you are, but you're not feeling the desire to grow you're not feeling the desire to change mm -hmm. um because you don't want to <laughs> you know you want to be you just want to be where you're at yeah well and that it's i feel too like hard it's hard to change and one i think that there's really something to say about the like how you can become comfortable in doing that uh in my testimony i talked just a little bit about um like my past but i went through a phase of just sleeping with people um looking back on it now I feel like I know that I was being stupid and in the moment I knew that what I was doing was stupid but I became so comfortable with that mm -hmm. and I became so comfortable just being yeah. being that person and I mean I would we would be done and I would yeah. be like that was probably really stupid but I would still do it again and yeah. it was because I was mm -hmm. comfortable with I with became comfortable with the action of going yeah. and doing that yeah. or just all yeah. of it and I feel like the danger in that of being comfortable with where you are is where you can almost get to a point where you don't see how you can stop it. Exactly. Like you don't see the way out. Yeah. You're like, well, this is just who I am now. Yeah. And I can't change that. Mm -hmm. Like, well, and you kind of feel like there isn't dumb. a point to changing it because <laughs> yeah. people already see you that way. Yeah. So, yeah. like, what's, what's the, the point? point? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you start to make that your identity. Yeah. So that's always great. <laughs> Well, like I was saying, though, about loving the world or following what the world says about loving yourself and just being so happy with where you who you are mm -hmm. and don't let anybody uh, tell you any different. That can actually, um, you know, make it so you don't acknowledge that you need to grow. Mm -hmm. um, so not caring about growing or changing or dangerous directions to go. And God warns about it, warns us about it several places in the Bible. One of them being Isaiah 32, 9 through 11. I have that one up. Already. Read it. All right. So 32, 9 through 11. Mm -hmm. You women who are so complacent, rise up and listen to me. You daughters who feel secure, hear what I have to say. In little more than a year, you who feel secure will tremble. The grape harvest will fail and the harvest of fruit will not come. Tremble, you complacent women. Shudder, you daughters who feel secure. Strip off your fine clothes and wrap yourself in rags. Beat your breasts for the pleasant fields, for the fruit vines, and for the land of my people. A land overgrown with thorns and briars? Yes, mourn for all houses and merriment in this, for city of revelry. And for the city of revelry. Man, weird words right at the end. Briars? I wonder what that means. I have to look that up. Briars is like, um... Blackberry bushes. Blackberry bushes? Yeah, it's like thorns. And, yeah, that's what I think. Or are briars the things that stick to your socks when you walk through the Ooh, grass? Maybe. Because it says thorns right before briars. Yeah. I'm not yeah. But I love that. It actually kind of reminds me of women nowadays. Like, oh, let's yeah, just all party and have fun and not think about serious things. Mm -hmm. You know? Not let things get us down and... He's obviously warning us. Like a false security. Yeah, not warning us not to not to forget, you know, who we are and what we are in Christ and that, that 
at that time it wasn't in Christ, but you know he's talking to Jewish people. Isaiah mm-hmm. is because he's warning them to stop being so complacent in their walk with God and not, you know, they're called to be a holy people, and we are called to be holy. If you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit living in you, so you should probably try to be holy. Mm-hmm. I like that it talks about like the like the pleasant fields and like the fruitful vines like what they're yearning for like it's kind of showing Mm -hmm. the separation between like when we have god and when we don't yeah like we have we have the yeah i lost it we have the um fruitful vines yeah what i like that too because he's like saying you want this fruitful life Mm -hmm. you want these blessings but yet you're living this life that is not what god wants from you and that's going to keep you from getting the things that you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so don't, you know, be, don't be complacent. Um, then the next verse, Revelation 3.16, which I have that one. Okay. Um, I thought I did. Oh, so, so because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I am going to vomit you out of my mouth. Um, yeah. <laughs> that gets me every time. Oh, I know. I read that and I'm like, God, don't vomit me out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, if that doesn't convict you, no matter where you are in your walk with Christ, I don't know what will. Because he's saying, John is saying, or God is saying through John, that if you are on both sides, it's really you're choosing the other side, you know? Really, if you're going to choose to be complacent and not really pick which way you're gonna go that means you're not picking god Mm -hmm. um uh which is hard to like accept (laughs) yeah i love that in just the short description of my bible it says that lukewarm makes a disgusting drink Mm -hmm. and i i have this thing with drinks where when when my husband and i first got married i had a really hard time sharing drinks i'm over it now (laughs) but it was because i felt like a drink was such a personal thing because everybody wants it a different way like, yeah, I want my yeah. milk to be ice cold, and yeah. some people want it warm. Yeah, like, they like that. So I think that this, like, yeah. it kind, of, it kind of like plays into mm-hmm. just that description how we are supposed to be set apart. We are supposed to be that different, like ice yeah. cold milk. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> or warm oh, if that's what you prefer. <laughs> um, yeah, and it just makes me think. You know, you got to really be intentional. You got to yeah. really think about whether each choice that you're making is one from God, like one that God would want you to make or whether you're doing it based off of what the world would want or what the world says. Because if you're doing what the world says more often than you're doing what God says, then you're going to, that just shows that you're not, your heart isn't in the right spot. Yeah. And I think that that totally, like I have, I have this term that I've coined and I don't know if it's a real thing. I haven't Googled it to see, but I call it the modern Christian where that's what it is. You're a Christian by name only, not by your actions. Uh-huh. And that's kind of what mm-hmm. just like our society is turning into. Mm-hmm. We all say that we're Christians, but there's no actions to follow mm-hmm. that up. We're self, we are self-gratifying and it just, we kind of turn it all to ourselves. Well, and our beliefs are based off of what the world says yeah. is right and not what the Bible says. Like you don't even know what the Bible says is right. Yeah. You get like the, that's, oh man, there was just a thing. Um, 
Like, beware of the social media Bible where it's all about loving and everybody loving you and God loving accepting and you blessings. no matter what, but there's no conviction. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that's yeah. telling you to turn away wrath, mm-hmm. danger. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't, don't as a society, yeah. we don't want to hear that now. We want we want people to tell us it's okay to just be comfortable well, when and we be just where we're hear at. It. Like, it feels good to feel loved mm-hmm. and know that you are loved by this almighty being. That feels good. And mm. those things are so true. But there's also a responsibility that comes with being a Christian. Mm-hmm. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. You, know? you get to do, you can do whatever you want and you're, and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> no, obviously what this says, I mean, and this is revelation. So it's really focusing on what's going to happen when it comes down to the end. Mm-hmm. If you are lukewarm in your beliefs and in your heart, I feel like it really focuses on, Mm. like, that focuses on your heart. Because your heart can really love God and care about God. And you can try to live a good life. But some people, you know, they just struggle. Mm -hmm. And that's, but if your heart still really loves God, God's going to know that. If, you know, if you're trying at your best, Mm -hmm. God's going to know that. But if your heart is lukewarm, I mean, to me, this almost says that he's going to say, I don't know you. Mm -hmm. If your heart, in your heart, you're like... I just still, I just still don't know if I, I'm going to do what God says because I just still don't know if I believe in him, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's what it comes down to when you don't do what he says. It's because you still don't really believe. And that's what's hard is because that today people say that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've had many people be like, well, I don't really believe that God, if you don't believe in Jesus, that God's going to turn you away from heaven. Mm. Like there's gotta be more than one way to heaven. Yeah. Or, yeah, 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 I've heard that a few times. That, and then I hear, like, I hear a lot of, um, like, the Bible is a, it's like a, uh, I can't think of the word. It's supposed to, like, guide you to what to do, but mm-hmm. it's not real. Like, it was made just as a guide, like an instruction manual, uh, but it's yeah. not real. Yeah. Well, and so you can't apply it to today. Yeah. Like, it's not living and active is what a lot of people think. And it's sad. It is. It's sad and it's really scary to think yeah. that, like, people think that and this is, like, this is what we're combating for our children yeah. growing up. Well, and people think that and yet call themselves Christians. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I've had people who truly believe that they are Christians say, well, I don't really think you can apply all of God's word to your life. I don't really think it applies to today. Like, all of it can't apply to today. Because it was written in a different time. And that's like, but it's all God-breathed. And mm-hmm. God is unchanging. And he is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And if this is all from him, I mean, it's all from him. Then it applies. Then it applies to yeah. today. And it has to. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, it's, it's, when it comes to God's word, it is black and white. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's hard because that's where we don't want it to be. Yep. We don't want it to be a yes or a no. We want we want that maybe. Yep. Yeah. Because then it justifies <laughs> yep. our behavior. Yes. <laughs> and we're laughing because we get it. <laughs> we are there. It's not like we're laughing like, oh, simple fools. They don't know anything. No, it's like, oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So another scripture where God warns against being complacent and apathetic uh, Luke 12 18 and 19 
Then he said, This is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones, and there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, You have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. Mm. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, that one is a little bit harder to kind of like break it down and be like, Okay, what does that even mean? Because it's talking in a... It's talking in a, like an uh, analogy of, you know, Jesus is talking in a parable. Yeah. Something that applied back then. But if you think about it, what this guy is saying is, you know, I've put in some hard work. I have all this, like, he's thinking I'm comfortable because I know the future. You know, he's yeah. putting, like, he thinks he knows the future. And he's like, okay, now I can just party it up or relax or, you know, be on vacation for the rest of my life and be happy with where I'm at and not feel like I need to keep growing. Yeah. And this is, I think, like, it's it's supposed to be symbolic for your heart. Yeah. It's not supposed to be, like, thinking in the terms of, well, you get to 55 and you retire. That's not right. No. 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 He's It's symbolic of your heart. You think, oh, okay, well, I accepted Christ. I know the basics, I know the laws, and now I can just kind of relax and coast through the rest of my life and mm. not really grow and change. At least that's how I'm taking it. But what happens <laughs> is this guy ends up, what, doesn't he end up dying? It, yeah, God said to him, you you fool, this very night of your life will be, your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? Mm-hmm. See, I kind of feel like I'm getting that, like he's telling us not to be like complacent and be... I don't want to say comfortable because, but not be comfortable, like not to be comfortable and kind of like rest like he is. I have enough. I'm done. Yeah. Like I've, I've done my duty. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of a challenge to like look like what we have here on earth mm-hmm. and realize that it's a constant work to be in like God's kingdom. Yeah. Well, and like think about what legacy, legacy you're leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, you're saved now. But that doesn't mean you know everything about God's word. And now what can you do to contribute to God's kingdom? I mean, that job is never over. No. You could constantly be contributing to God's kingdom. But if you're not growing and you're you're just being complacent in your faith, you're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to leave a legacy of you following Christ. Yeah. You know, people aren't going to look back at your life and be like, oh, yeah, she was a strong Christian woman. They're going to be like, she she was nice yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. You know? It's just going to be, I like, I want to leave a legacy of like people say, wow, she had so much yeah. faith in God and mm-hmm. she just loved people and you could just see Jesus in her. That's the legacy I want to leave. Yeah. And you cannot do that if you can become complacent in your faith. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a hard one to think about like your yeah. legacy. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what any Christian person wants. Any truly wholehearted Christian. Mm-hmm. They want people to like see them and be like, wow. Like, how it it glorify God. Like, I want my life to glorify God. So, obviously, this is something God doesn't mean any of us to do. He doesn't want us to do the, be complacent or apathetic. Um, How do you know if you are falling into complacency? When you are not growing. When you don't understand the basic principles of Christianity and have to be taught them over and over again. Um, Which, I guess, I, I gave this... I gave this verse earlier when we were talking about time to grow. So it's Hebrews five eleven through 12. That is the verse that I was talking about with the baby food. Even the like precursor of that verse is warning against falling away. Yep. I have, I have it here. I guess right. 
uh, Hebrews 5, 11, and 12. We have much to say about this, but it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers and need someone, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Right. So... That first line, the end of that, it's yeah. hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. Yeah. Like, we've, that's, you become so complacent that you're yeah. like, meh, meh, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that shows that this is intentional. Yeah. Like, you have to be intentional in what you try to understand through God or about God and what you try to do, do to learn about who he is and whatnot. It's not just like, it's just going to happen. It's like never going to just happen. <laughs> you have mm. to be intentional. That, and I feel like that, like, I have totally become complacent and apathetic. As soon, We had a sermon, it's been almost a year ago, about apathy. And as soon as that sermon was over, he said, if you're feeling this way, confess it to someone. And I was like, ugh, yeah. I need to do that. Like, mm-hmm. that's been me all this week. And mm-hmm. I feel like that, like, it just, even right now, this is totally speaking to me, because you don't try to understand. Like, it makes me think of, like, you have to be, you have to have discernment in order to not fall into this mm-hmm. like this is totally a trap complacency yeah. and apathy yeah and can like well, can I mean, we see it coming yeah even if you are a christian and you believe in god like that doesn't mean satan's gonna stop attacking you so he wants you to be complacent mm-hmm. because he doesn't want you to do work for the kingdom mm-hmm. he doesn't want you to bring people to christ so he is hoping that he can get you to stop caring yeah and to stop trying like, and sometimes life happens, like horrible things happen and you just want to be like, I just can't, I just can't do anything. Mm. Or sometimes you're just tired. I mean, that's my biggest thing is like, I don't got time sometimes. And mm. it's like, and I go, you know, I just can't even try to understand right now. I just can't. Mm. And that's what Satan wants. <laughs> well, yeah. And that I told, I totally fall into the trap of complacency when I start comparing myself to others mm-hmm. and like, I'll hear someone talking about something. And I'm like, wow, like, how do you, how do you even gain that knowledge mm-hmm. to have that insight mm-hmm. to like God, like scripture? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm never going to get there. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm never going to get there. Mm-hmm. And that, that's totally the devil being yeah. like, he's, that's a lie. Yeah. Cause obviously saying, by picking up my Bible, you're never going to get there. <laughs> yeah. You're never going to be as good as that person is. So what's the point? Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I have that no yeah. joke. Like anytime that I'm having a conversation with somebody from church, pastor's wives are so intimidating to me. <laughs> like, and I don't know why, but yeah. pastor's wives, like they walk in the room and I just shrink. <laughs> I don't know why. You shrink and then like idolize. You're like, Oh, you know so much, but it's like, they're just people. Yeah, like, literally, they literally, like, roll in on clouds Well, and, me. like, pastors, too. Like, that's literally their job to know God's word and exactly. know it in detail and know different translations. And it's, like, you feel like, I can't measure up to that. But I'm not supposed to. And I'm to. never going to. And so it makes you go, well, why should I? And it's, yeah. like, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's, like, you dig into God's word and you study it for yourself. And that is your tool to having a good peaceful life Mm -hmm. and full of blessings and full of blessing others and i i can't even think of how many times i've had a scripture pop into my head that has brought me comfort Mm -hmm. and peace when i needed it yeah or given me the ability to give others comfort and peace and i feel like that's where i get hung up because i'm like i just want like 
I want someone to be like, oh, I was reading this, and me be like, yeah, that's Paul, and it was right, yeah, like, like no. two years before Christ died, and he was sitting on this rock in Jerusalem. Yeah. Like, I want, you like want to, to know the whole, the whole backstory. backstory. I want to be able to tell it. You want to be but, someone who's gone to Bible college, yeah, exactly, without, without having Bible to go, college, yeah. <laughs> go to Bible college. Yeah, without having to find the child care for me to be able to do that. Uh, yeah, no, and the, but what's so silly about that is I get so down in those moments when I don't do that. But like you said, there have been times where I have needed, I've gotten exactly what I need. Like mm-hmm. God has never let me go mm-hmm. without giving me that scripture that yeah. I need or reminding me like of, of something that I learned that somebody else is talking yeah. about to like speak into them. Anytime you go to him with earnestness and like openness and like say, I need to hear from you or you go to his word, you know, yearning for something you seek and you will find. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. And you, I, yeah, I always, through a sermon, through something somebody says or something someone shares with me, mm-hmm. like, a, a, you know, an article someone shares with me that has God's word in it, like, always. Mm-hmm. It, I never go without being like, I just feel like, I feel like you're leaving me yeah, behind yeah. or like you're ignoring me. Now, I mean, that's to say when I'm living a good life, yeah. when I'm being obedient to him and when I'm earnestly seeking him. But like, even if you're not being obedient to him, but you're acknowledging it and you're taking the steps to earnestly seek him, you will find him. Mm-hmm. It may not be immediate, but you will. Well, and I feel like that, like that is one thing. He always has those reminders. Like he always tries to get you back on the right track. Mm-hmm. And that I just recently heard, um, like God he can allow you to go into these areas, but he never allows like the devil to mess with you without already having a door that's opened for you to have a way out. Yeah. Like he never lets you go into something without having a way out. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to leave you stranded. Yeah. Um, so let's read Hebrews five thirteen through 14. Cause this, ta- this talks about the other end, what my- mature Christians are. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. So, mature Christians, constant use. Those two go hand in hand. So, constant use, constant study of God's word, constant obedience, like living out what we're supposed to do as Christians, living out what God asks us to do. I feel like that's what kind of means as constant use. Like you're constantly trying to be obedient. Mm -hmm. I mean, no one can always be obedient, but you're constantly trying. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then, then you know what is good and evil. And I love that because sometimes when you're in this world and the worldview is so much different than God's view. Mm-hmm. It starts to blur the lines. You're mm-hmm. like, what's good and what's bad? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's like the board games yeah. on the kids' toy aisle. Yeah. That's good for kids. That's what they're telling. Yeah. Like, that's good. That's blurring the yeah. lines. Yeah. 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 And, well, that's what kids, they see that. Oh, here's my toy. Here's my games over here. Well, where does it end? Mm-hmm. They don't know. Mm-hmm. They think it's all yeah, games. Yeah, there is not a line They're for just them. games. Yep, exactly. Yep. yep. Okay. So, as moms. Or dads. As any parent, <laughs> okay, any parent, it can be easy to stop caring at times when you feel overwhelmed, undervalued. It's easier to just check out, you know, 
watch Netflix or Facebook. Go on Instagram. Okay, these guys, guys, this hits me close to home, okay? Because yep. yep. all throughout the day, my biggest struggle is to get off my phone. Mm-hmm. Stop just zoning out because it's what's easy. However, God wants us to go beyond that, to come to him with our burdens, with being overwhelmed, with feeling undervalued, and rely on his strength and his love to get us through. So he is truly the only thing that can refresh you. Like, honestly, like, I love coffee. Like, that's my, that's my vice, okay? I waste so much money on it. I love it. But... I never feel as revived and refreshed with a cup of coffee as I do with mm-hmm. God. Yeah. And well, spending time yeah. with him. And you totally, I mean, you hit home for me there with Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, just saying Instagram. If <laughs> I like, am, uh... yeah, if I feel overwhelmed, I just go and I scroll. Mm-hmm. And I don't even look at anything. I just scroll until I feel better. Yeah. And, like, Instagram yeah. doesn't. That's Instagram where... has never left me feeling loved. Like, oh, leaving God's exactly. present has left That's me feeling That's what I was going to say. The really the only way for you to re- be refreshed is in God's presence mm. and then that pours in to the rest of your day mm. and then I mean think about it when have you ever left mm. Netflix binge watching Netflix or when has Facebook or Instagram I mean seriously those two when have you ever felt good about yourself after <laughs> looking at that never. for an hour never yeah. I feel worse because I realize once I'm off the responsibilities <laughs> that I've like then Let you feel married and like angry yeah and then you also feel like Seriously. bad about yourself my laundry will be like one hamper when mm-hmm. i'm on instagram and by the time i'm off of it i have a peak that like rivals mount everest yeah it's just to do and also fold <laughs> yes. and you're like how did that happen oh my gosh it's 30 minutes till dinner time <laughs> yeah oh my gosh i've been on here since eight this morning yeah for sure yeah i feel like we're probably really loud i hope we don't blow anybody's ears out <laughs> eh. Okay. So, if you, if you turn to God when you feel like you can't care anymore or you want to give up, mm. he will give he will renew you. He will shift your perspective and change your heart. He will make it so you start to see things from his eyes and not from our short-sightedness, okay? Mm. Um especially when it comes to your kids. I mean, you get so short-sighted with your kids cuz you're like Man, they're being ridiculous today. They're not listening. They're arguing with each other. They are screaming. And you just start to go, I can't do this anymore today. I have had enough. And then God, you, and then you pray. And God goes, well, what are you going to do today that can help them in the future? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's so hard. Like we, Because that temper, like when it builds up, and it's usually, like you said, because of, like things that we're doing that's taking the time away from the things we should be doing. Exactly. Like we get angry at them for our shortcomings. Yes. And then we take it out on them and not like we don't see like I the bigger like picture the that we're playing of into. I low when I do that. Yeah. Like, and I do it a lot. Yeah. Like when I spend time on my phone and then I take it out on my kids that mm-hmm. I'm in a rush because I spent time on my phone, mm-hmm. I, I feel yeah. like the worst sort of mom. I... 
have done this even like with Bible studies. Like mm-hmm. I don't wake up on time because I'm like I gotta have this extra few minutes. Mm-hmm. I gotta have ten minutes of sleep. And then they come out when I'm in the middle of reading, and I'm yeah. like, just go away from me. Yeah. And they're like, oh, she has her Bible open. And she's being horrid. Yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of uh, testimony is that giving? They're probably thinking, yeah, you do need some more time in the Bible, Mom. <laughs> no, actually, that's not what they're thinking because they have no idea what the Bible does for you mm-hmm. unless you show well, them. And that's exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. The test like that is yeah. the testimony that I have showed them a few yeah. times. Like this yeah. is making me want you to go. Away. Yeah. And, and that, Johnny so. has this thing where he wants to just come and like jump on me. Mm. And like, if I'm trying to read my Bible and he does that, it like really upsets me. Yeah. And I've had to really rein it in because <laughs> I want to be like, just get off of me or so help me. And then I go, that's probably not a really good representation <laughs> of who Christ, Christ is. is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that, like having your Bible open to remind yeah, you. Of that. Yeah, well, and that just shows like complacency or they can all come at any time, right? No matter what Where you're you, doing. Yeah, you could be reading your Bible and be like, you know what? I don't care. This feels good to mm-hmm. do right now, and I'm gonna do it. Well, yeah, no joke. This morning, that was me. This morning, I just mm-hmm. wanted to finish what I was doing, and Delilah would not just mom, 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 mom. Mm-hmm. I was like, Delilah, shush. <laughs> yeah, I need like, as you close to as you can get to <laughs> saying shut up. <laughs> You're like, you want to say it, but you're like, I know I should Like, I can feel it welling up inside of me. <laughs> Mommy needs some of quiet time right now, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. So, if you stop, like, I've really tried to stop and just, like, pray in those moments, but yeah, I, I have not gotten breaths. to where I do that enough. Like, slow down, man. Yeah. Slow down. Slow your roll. If you just stop and you pray in those moments. Mm-hmm. He will help you to have perspective and change your heart. I mean, that's what it is. It's a heart issue. Mm -hmm. And over time, like if you continually do that, if you continually spend time in God's word um, and praying, you will, you'll start to care. Mm -hmm. Like I know that there are so many moms out there who just don't, cannot care anymore. Mm -hmm. But if you take the initiative to pray and be in God's word, he's going to change that. He's going to make it so you care. He's going to make it so you grow you have peace and joy even in the midst of your kids driving you crazy you still will have this underlying peace and you'll have a new motivation and thirst to grow and obey and you know be with god mm-hmm. um not to mention that that the testimony that you'll get to be for your kids for family members like if they see you transform from just not caring you know, a messy house, not saying that a messy house is a sin, but when you are complacent and apathetic, you will probably have a messy house. Yeah, just not care. And when they see a transformation, like not only of you cleaning your house, but also treating them right well and you like having the a attitude piece, while you're cleaning it. Yeah. They will it. be like, what happened? Yeah. Like, whoa. And that will like, for, especially for me, that's my biggest motivation since my husband does not believe. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel so bad about myself when I don't act that way because mm-hmm. that is not a testimony to who God is. Mm-hmm. And that's not showing, like, Ian will be like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like, you're just like just, me. Yeah. You're yeah. just like everybody else. So what's what's the point in believing in God and getting up and going to church and spending mm-hmm. time in the Bible? What's the point? Yeah, there has to be like that defined and underlying like benefit Mm -hmm. yeah they have Mm -hmm. to see it that's i think that's yeah it has it has to be tangible 
Yeah. When you are being the example, it has to be tangible. Especially when you're a spiritual leader of your family. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's my biggest goal in life is for my kids to love God as much as I do Mm -hmm. and grow up and want to serve him and, you know, praise him and just love him. Mm -hmm. And if I don't show why God is better than the rest of the world world. Mm -hmm. and what he does for me then they're not going to want to do that. Well, yeah, and that I think that's especially important to be that testimony for your kids because obviously kids want the easy way. Mm-hmm. And so we are, that's what we're coming up mm-hmm. against. The world is giving them the easy mm-hmm. way and we're telling them like, you're going to have to work and you're going to have to read and know and understand this. And they're yeah. going to be like, uh, like if they don't see yeah. it working in us, they're going to be like, I'm going to definitely well, do this and, other thing. And I think another thing is is that the world makes it seem like it's an easy way, but yeah. it's an easy, empty way. An empty, yeah. Like, they it leave feels out the easy. Empty it's easy to just, you know, live a life of nothing. Yeah. You know, it's easy to just live a life of sin and going out and drinking and partying and do whatever you want. Well, that is easy. Yeah. But in the long run, if you go the hard way, the narrow way, mm-hmm. you have... You're easy. You're easy inside. Yeah. Well, and that—that's a. <laughs> you feel peace. Inside. What I was talking about, like just my past and sleeping around and becoming comfortable with that, I was replacing my loneliness with lust, mm-hmm. and I was trying to get that feeling, mm-hmm. like fill that emptiness. And you were and like, I, "Well, that didn't work. Let's exactly. move on to the next one. Exactly. See if that works." Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that, I mean, that's what, I mean, that's, I was doing what my friends were saying, like, this is what you need to do. Like, yeah. this, and not even like, I don't, not even friends, mm-hmm. just that's what people were doing. Well, and I yeah. was like, so this has to work. Well, that's why pe- that's everybody's feeling that way. Yeah. And so everybody does it and everyone thinks, well, that's probably, they, they got it sometime, right? Yeah. They got that satisfaction. That loneliness went away at some point, right? Yeah. Well, so maybe I, I should do that. Important, important, like, of, like no one is transparent anymore. Yeah. Because I know from mm-hmm. speaking to those same people now and, like, recently that they were feeling the exact same thing that I was feeling. But because we all wanted to be doing this, like, same mm-hmm. thing and we thought that the other one was, like, filling that void. We were like, yeah, face. me too. This High five. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're really inside you're screaming like and dying yeah yeah you're yeah. like someone show Save me, me something worth yeah something of worth something of meaning because yeah. i feel nothing yeah. i can talk about anymore i'm so crying. i know okay. stop <laughs> it stop it okay <sighs> so what should a real christian look like now we're gonna read all of romans 12. all of romans 12 I'll let you charity if you want to, or I can do it. I have it up. It's fine. All right. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according according to the grace given to each of us. 
If your gift is prophecy, then prophecy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor. Serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, It's mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Yeah. There's a lot there. So, I suggest you go and look up Romans 12 and read it all on your own. <laughs> but, just I just felt like that perfectly encompassed how to live a life that is not complacent and apathetic, mm-hmm. but one that is actively a member of God's church. You know? You live based off of your gifts. You are humble. You serve. You... You know, every aspect of your life is just devoted to him. That, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just, this is wholeheartedness right here. Yeah, and that, <laughs> I love that it talks about not being conformed. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. it it is kind of saying it has to go deeper than your actions. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to, your mind literally has to be transformed. Yeah. Renewing of your mind. <laughs> and that's the, that's the thing with it just being your actions. God knows your heart. Yep. God knows what's going on inside. So if inside you're serving, but you're like, uh, I don't want to be doing this. I just want to be at home. Or if you know you're serving, you know, giving to the poor, but really you're like, uh, this I is... could totally do something. Else. Yeah, I really want to do something else with <laughs> yeah. this money, but I know I'm supposed to give, so I'm just gonna do it. God knows that, mm-hmm. so it has to be the through the renewing of your mind that you obey God. I feel like it's so convicting, like lo- the love part. Anytime that people talk about loving one another, I'm like, man, (laughs) I have to do that so much better. Mm -hmm. It's so convicting because, I mean, you're not, if we are loving the way he loves, we are all forgiving. And I mean, we're so, we're so like, um, we hold grudges and we, um, we don't want to give that forgiveness. Like we want to hold on to it and make somebody feel bad for as long as we can. Yeah. But when you think of God, like we think they don't deserve our forgiveness Mm -hmm. and here we're like, but God, they don't deserve it. And yeah. we're like, they don't deserve, they don't our deserve forgiveness, but, but I deserve we totally your deserve yours and everything that you did for us. Oh, yeah. that's so convincing. Let love be without hypocrisy. Uh, and if you don't freely give your love to people, now that doesn't mean you have to trust everyone, mm-hmm. but you sure better sure as heck be kind mm-hmm. and, you know, treat them right. Even, but that doesn't mean trust them yeah. and allow yourself to be vulnerable. But if you don't love them the way God does, 
you're being a hypocrite because we shouldn't be loved by God. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not nothing. nothing we're nothing yeah. compared to him. Yeah. You know, he's perfect and holy. We're nothing compared to him. So it just puts it into perspective, right? Yeah. <laughs> Detest evil. I love that. Cling to what is good. Yeah. Um, that means like, hold on to the good things. Hold on to what is pure and good and honest. Don't hold on to the things that uh, I'm about to really convict myself. Don't hold on to the things that are not of God. Don't hold on to the things that you know are wrong, mm-hmm. which we all do. Mm-hmm. You know. No, I kind of feel like empty and want to cry. I know, <laughs> I like right? Gonna We're gonna cry at the end of this, just so you guys um, know. You can turn it off. Like, no. Yeah, I I totally just like the end. It's mm-hmm. so perfectly. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That just is so, I mean, it just got, it mm-hmm. so speaks to God's power. Like, we have that power yeah. He's to overcome perfectly evil. perfectly good. Yeah. And he has Pure. the power to overcome Pure. anything. So, and we have that power, thanks to Christ dying on the cross and the Holy Spirit living inside us. We have that same power. So, we can do it. You can do it! Yeah. <laughs> um, oh man, yeah. Outdo one another in showing honor. I love that. Yeah. Like, look for ways that you can show honor. Like, no, I'm going to show honor here because mm-hmm. I'm going to do it for God's glory. Now, don't do it in a prideful way. Prideful do way, it yeah, yeah. to serve God. You know, do it to point people to God. <sighs> rejoice in hope. I love that because it's like, keep hope and mm-hmm. rejoice in it. You know, we have, we can rejoice well, yeah, because we'll, there is hope. And we're supposed, like, as Christians, we're supposed to be hopeful because yeah. we know that no matter what happens here like we know we're supposed to know where we're going yeah and so the main thing in this the reason why i actually got to this chapter in romans is because of the verse right here do not lack diligence and zeal Mm -hmm. be fervent in the spirit that specifically means do not be apathetic Mm -hmm. do not be complacent but have a fire and a desire Mm -hmm. and a passion in the spirit. Let God light your fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tips for how moms can live a non-complacent life. We have to wrap this up soon. <laughs> so, let's give some tips. Because we talked about all this. Now let's give you some tips on how you can start today. To start pulling out of the complacent. What are your tips, Kathy? I'd like some... <laughs> I would personally like some to apply to my my number one. (laughs) Serve your family with gifts God Mm. has given you. So I am. (laughs) One of my gifts is hospitality. I'm prune facing. And I know she's like giving me a sour look. Like what? I thought those were for church and serving like poor people, not my family. (laughs) Like seriously, you guys. Like I never. There's times where I'm like, I don't want to be hospitable to my family. I live with them every day. Yeah. What are they going to... They need to be hospitable to me. I've been hospitable all day long. <laughs> but that is a gift God has given me. I better sure as I use it for my family. I mean, the people I love most in this world. Well, and what's so crazy when you think about that is, like, what if your kids have that gift and you're literally teaching them in your day-to-day? How yeah. To it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, conviction. So, all of your, all of your gifts are different. But they are perfect for your mm. family. Okay? God has given you your family. You can find a way 
to share your spiritual gifts with them, okay? Um, and, you know, go back okay. to Romans okay. 12, 6 through 8 and see if you can think of any gifts that God has given you. If you don't know any, if you don't, if you can't think of any, and that gives you something to talk to God about. Yeah, you know and there's quite a few spiritual gifts tests. Right. Online. Just Google it. Yeah. Spiritual gifts. And it'll come up with many different things. Mm -hmm. But you seek God and you read his word and kind of figure out what gift, spiritual gifts there are. And I'm sure he will lead you to something. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we all have gifts and we need to be using them in our everyday life to serve God's kingdom. That's my number one. Number two, renew your mind. We talked mm -hmm. about this. Hold your thoughts captive. And anytime you feel yourself slipping into not caring or not wanting to grow or thinking you're okay or thinking you're, I'm good. I'm just good. You know, there's nothing wrong with me. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Like, don't get to the spot where you're like, it's everybody else. It ain't me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just to add on to that one, be thinking also about like what you're taking in. Mm -hmm. We talked about Instagram and mm -hmm. Netflix and Facebook. Like what you're taking in eventually is going to come out. Well, yeah, and if you're not, you can't, it's hard to renew your mind if you're constantly putting things in it that aren't good for your mind, mm -hmm. right? Um, so uh, think of everything Christ has done for you, how he prayed, paid the price for our sin. He has us under uh, grace, mm -hmm. not the law, and renew your mind with that. Just think about that. Every time you start to go down a trail of thinking, I don't care. Think of what he did for you. Yeah. Like, how dare you not care? If you have kids. What he's done for you. Yeah. If you have kids and they have the Jesus story Bible, just go read the, um, the crucifixion story in there. And you'll, I mean, it. Yeah. Yeah. That Jesus story Bible <laughs> yeah. really hits hard. Oh, I read that last <sighs> Easter and I'm literally standing in my kitchen bawling. Mm -hmm. And my daughter's looking at me like, this is awkward. And my husband's looking at me like, what's wrong with you? You're reading a kid's And I'm Bible. like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is hitting me right now. You know, it puts it, oh, I think that there. that's one for me. I'm kind of going to go off here. But mm -hmm. I don't know why. I always, like, I forget. When you think about what he did, I, I used to always think, like, it was God. Like, he did it and it was painful, whatever. But it was God. So did it really, like... Was it really that painful really thing? That like, was it really... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was it really that bad? But then I always powerful. remember, like, he was fully human. Mm -hmm. He had the skin and the bones mm -hmm. that I have, and he... Felt the pain felt that the we pain. would have felt if it was yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That, and that, I mean, that's so yeah. sobering yeah. to me. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, think of how he'll never stop loving us. Yeah. He'll never stop forgiving us. He'll never leave us. He'll never stop accepting us. And, I mean, I feel like you, even just repeating those things, mm -hmm. Christ died for me. He loves me. Loves me. He accepts me. He forgives mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. That is going to renew your mind. Yeah. And then you can move on to things of, you know, starting to change how you function and change your lifestyle. Yeah. Declare those truths. Yeah. Declare. Mm -hmm. Every morning, declare. Mm -hmm. I need to do that. <laughs> yeah, too. See, I'm saying these things, and as I say them, God is punching me <laughs> with it in my head. <laughs> what was that? He's a roundhouse kick. Yeah, roundhouse kick to the face. <laughs> Jesus is Chuck Norris. Yeah. He's giving me a roundhouse kick to the face. So, then, you know, declare, renew your mind throughout the day, but give each day to God mm. as a sacrifice to Him. 
This can seem rather difficult, but we are made to do difficult things. Mm -hmm. We've talked about that. We are made to do difficult things. We want to do what's comfortable. We want to do what's easy, but we are made to do difficult things. Uh, Joyce Myers, in her book, uh, Battlefield of the Mind, she says that that's like she literally gets up and starts her day, and be like before her feet even hit the ground, mm -hmm. she says, "God, today's yours." Yeah. Like, and that's it. Like, yeah. you literally just give it to. Well, him. and just think about each day. If you woke up in the morning and said, "You know what? I am loved by you. You died for me. Mm -hmm. I have your the power of your Holy Spirit living inside me, and I declare that this day is yours." Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, that would be powerful for the rest of the day. And yeah. That's not it, you guys. You need to spend time, more time with him. You need to spend time listening mm -hmm. to him. You need to spend time praying and know him. more and being mm -hmm. in his word and knowing him. And you won't know him unless you read his word. Mm -hmm. But if that's all you got for that day, that's enough. That's going to be enough mm -hmm. because you got the Holy Spirit living inside you. So just remember, what is easy or convenient, that does not show devotion. Okay? you're doing what's easy and convenient that's not showing God that you really care or that you really are, you know that he is worthy of anything mm -hmm. doing what's easy that's just anybody could do that <laughs> um if you think of it like as a marriage if you're giving yourself to um your spouse or what did I say if you are never giving of yourself to your spouse if you're always thinking about what you want then your marriage will not work. Okay? Either if either spouse is that way. If you're both saying it's all about what I want, what I can get out of this relationship, um, or if you become complacent and mm -hmm. be like, I'm not gonna show you any romance because you I'm didn't tired. Take the trash out. Yeah, you didn't take the trash out. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then your marriage is gonna suffer and um it's the same with God. It's our relationship with God is like a marriage. It takes sacrifice. It takes giving of yourself because he gave it all. Mm -hmm. You know, he already gave it all. And he loves us, you know, more than anything and more than we can even fathom. Mm -hmm. He loves us more than our spouse does. So even if you have an amazing spouse and they are always giving of themselves and your marriage is amazing, awesome for you. Awesome. But think about it as God being 10 times better than that yeah. okay he has given everything for us he died a horrible death he came as a poor human who was rejected when he is everything and he could have just been like okay well watch this now you can't reject me because i'm amazing right mm -hmm. <laughs> he could have done that but he didn't because he knew what path he had to take in order to die for each of us in order for us to just be with him like mm -hmm. that's all he wants francis chan yeah. When he we went to, you know, we posted on our Instagram. You better be following us on Instagram. <laughs> but we went and saw or listened to Francis Kathy's Chan not threatening speak. or anything. <laughs> you better be or else my feelings will be hurt. <laughs> but we went and listened to him speak. And he was talking about how we are God's inheritance. Like, the only thing that he wants is us. Mm. I mean, isn't that amazing? Like, the holy God who created everything, that's all he wants is just to be with us and yet we can't even get off Facebook or Instagram to spend five or ten minutes with him and that's all he wants <laughs> I, yeah I think like a, just a really good sum up is 
Like if you're faithful, God's going to be faithful. Yeah. 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 Well, even if you're not faithful. Yeah. He's going to be faithful. <laughs> well, I mean, there's like that separation. It, yeah. it comes to a point where yeah. there will be a separation. But... Yeah. But as, yeah. So just, I know that's overwhelming, you know, it can be like, I can't do any of that. It's hard, but it is hard. And if you, even if you take small steps at a time. Or, like, you just start off declaring truth in the name and giving your day to God. That's going to grow. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be big, huge acts of, you know, devotion to God. Mm-hmm. It can start small and grow. Yeah, so, he knows your heart. That's my, uh, that's my challenge for you guys is um, to try and find a way, just, like, one way this week that you can show your devotion to God and if you're really struggling with complacency to just start with one way where mm-hmm. you can try to pull out of that and then listen to the rest of our podcasts coming up because we're going to talk about how you can do that more so alright thank you guys for listening remember if you want to contact us you can find us on Instagram at Macchiato Moms you can email us at moms at gmail.com and then Facebook, Macchiato Moms at Midnight. Yeah. We just want to keep it mixed up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not midnight today. No, it's we not. Did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we both have been really tired. <laughs> yeah. We can't do it anymore. We can't. So. Alrighty. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye.